Hey kings, queens, and everything in between. Welcome back to another seven one time for a good time. And if you are listening to this, I am currently on vacation, twerking this ass, having a fun time in hot ass weather beside an ocean. Okay, and I'm gonna make a whole video about my trip once I get back. But right now, honey, love is in the air. I don't know if it's because of summer. I don't know if it's because of the season, but. Every time I've been going out recently, I've been seeing somebody booed up, blued out, and loved up. And let me tell you something, I am living for it, okay? Seeing everybody making connections, seeing everybody having fun, I've really been admiring and people watching lately. So when I got this suggestion from my beautiful subscriber, how you doing? To do a love language video, I said, oh, bitch, this is up my alley. I said, this is what I need to do, because... If you know me, I'm a very loving person and I do love to decipher the different love languages and which ones fits me, which ones fit fit others and how that fits into relationships and just this whole spiral of just love languages. So for today's episode, we're going to get into it. All right, kings, queens, and everything in between. If you are, if you have never discovered your love language or if you're having trouble finding, how do I love? How can I show my family, a friend, a dog or my significant other that I love them? You know, I might not be into physical touch. I might not be into saying I love you every single day. Maybe I want to clean the house to show my appreciation. Maybe I want to buy them a Bentley, you know, and I've seen with love languages, um, let's say two, two people get together and one person's love language is physical touch and affirmation, but their boyfriend or girlfriend isn't giving them that. I've seen plenty and thousands of relationships almost go downhill because one person gets insecure. One person is thinking, why aren't you saying you love me? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you saying these things while I'm giving you all this energy? I'm giving you all my love. And um, I see this all the time on forums and Instagram and Reddit where people come onto the websites and just pour their hearts out and just saying, I don't think my man, I don't think my woman loves me because I do X, Y, Z and they don't really do the same thing back. Well, it could be a lot of things to that. Let's make that clear. But today we're here to talk about love languages because that can be a factor which has helped when a lot of people come into a relationship and just are honest and be like, hey, this is how I love. This is how you love. Okay, I know you love like this. This is how I love. So there would be no confrontation or argument of if you like me or not, because I understand that you might not be a I love you bitch. And you might not be a I'll buy you a Bentley every Tuesday type of guy. So let's get into the five love languages. And I want to talk about them. I'll tell you my love languages. And I want to know and I want to definitely hear what your love languages are. I think they're really interesting how you can love people in so many different ways and express it in so many different ways. And, and, it, and it still be as beautiful as 
saying I love you. So scientifically, there's five love languages. You have words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. So I'm going to read them off and the definition and all that. So for words of affirmation, Actions don't always speak louder than words. If this is your love language, unsolicited comments mean the world to you. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reasons behind that love sends your spirit skyrocketing. Insults can leave you shattered and are not easily forgotten. For quality time, nothing says I love you. I like full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with with the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby make your significant other feel truly special in love. Distractions, postponed date, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Receiving gifts. Don't mistake this love language for materialism. The receiver of gifts thrives on the love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind the gift. If you speak this language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known, you are cared for, and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. A missed birthday, anniversary, thoughtless gifts would would be a disaster. So would the absence of everybody's gesture. Acts of service. Vacuuming the floor really can express love apps anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on the access service person will speak volumes the words he or she most want to hear let me do that for you laziness broken commitments and making more work for them tell speakers of this language their feelings don't matter physical touch this language isn't all about the bedroom a person whose primary language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touchy hugs pats on the backs holding hands and thoughtful touches on the arm shoulder or face they can all be ways to show excitement concern care and love physical presence and accessibility are crucial while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructible So from reading that, me personally, I am a words of affirmation person. I'm a quality time person and I'm a physical touch person. Um, Of course, if you listen to my podcast, you know, I love to hype people up. I love to make people feel good. Um, To me, it's the most amazing thing and powerful thing is to make somebody smile, to see that somebody is having a bad day or might be slugging around or might have something on their mind and I gave them the opportunity to smile or laugh that day, that brings so much joy to me. For quality time, bitch, I want to hang out with you. Not an overbearing, not a stalker, not a you need to hang out with me 24-7 type of bitch. But when we're hanging out, we're having a good ass fucking time. Like we're going out, we're going out to eat, we're doing this, we're doing that. We're enjoying ourselves. We might be crying. We might be having like laughing, turning up, twerking. We're doing whatever we can to just be together. I love me some quality time. If you know me in real life, I hang out with family and friends for hours and hours on end just because I just love being around another person. I love feeling their energy, having deep thought conversations, having funny conversations, doing activities with them, just showing that, hey, I love you. Like 
me being with you means so much to me. And I think sometimes with quality time, like they said, it can bring on my depression because I'm thinking, oh, fuck, I didn't, you know what I mean? I didn't do this or this or this. And now I'm kind of sad because I didn't hang out with this person. And, you know, I don't want them to think some type of way, but quality time is very high up there for me. Um, Physical touch, bitch, let me tell you something. (laughs) let me tell you something I'm hitting your ass every five seconds like (laughs) I I don't realize how much I touch people until like people be like ah damn you like my shoulder hurt because you keep hitting me like when I laugh I'm a I'm a hitter laugher like when I laugh I'm hitting you I'm touching you in some type of way like I'm I'm enjoying my time I've always been like this I would never fucking change Something about being able to touch somebody and not even in a sexual way, but being able to touch somebody shows that it's, it's, it's intimate. You know what I mean? Like it shows that we're connected. It shows that, you know, we trust each other enough that you let me to touch you, even if it is on the shoulder or if it's a hit on the hit on the side from laughing. It's like you are comfortable with me being able to touch you in a way that um, other people love languages won't agree or accept. So me personally, I think this is an important episode because I've seen this with plenty of relationships where people have gotten together. And um, for me personally, from my perspective, I've seen a lot of women feel like they weren't loved by their man because for for example, there was this one girl, she she was a physical touch and words of affirmation. And apparently her boyfriend was an access service type of guy. And she said for months on end, this insecurity built up in her because she would touch him and she would say, I love you and you're beautiful and you're handsome and you and you smell good and all these things. And she just never got that reciprocated back. So that turned into her thinking or assuming that he was cheating on her. He was stepping out on her or that he just didn't care for her, which led to many and many arguments. And then somebody suggested, maybe you ask that person what their love language is. And she said the moment they had that conversation, she realized it wasn't any of the things she was accumulating in her head. It was just that he just his way of saying I love you was cleaning the house and when she found out that his love language was acts of service she realized like oh he does clean the the house a lot he does offer to do a lot of things for me but I never saw that as love and that can mess with a lot of people in a lot of relationships because you grow up loving somebody in a certain type of way and you love you you know you have only taught and learned how to love somebody from your perspective that you assume that the world will love you back the same and that's not always true um I've thought that too personally before I even learned what love languages was I was like People are supposed to say you're beautiful. People are supposed to say I love you. People are supposed to give you affirmations. You know, people are supposed to spend quality time like that's love. But it comes in so much. There's so many different spectrums. 
love can be shown in different ways. And that's what I love about it because once I've discovered my love language, I um, would go to people that I thought maybe our relationship has fallen out of or I'll communicate with new people that come into my life and I'll ask them, how is it that you love? You know, what is it? What is your love language? Me personally, I love communicating. I'm a communicating ass bitch. Okay. I'm going to talk to you about everything under the sun at any time of the day because I just need as a person that clarity. So before we even get into a relationship, I think it's important for me is like, how do you love? How do you show your affection? Because I don't ever want to feel unwanted. I don't want you to ever feel unwanted from me because we don't know what we like in each other. And I feel like a lot of people don't do that. They don't just sit down and be like, how is it that you show that you care for somebody? What is it that you do? Because if I'm a physical touch, quality time, affirmation bitch, and you're just a giving gift person, I'd be like, damn, nigga, is you trying to pay for my time? Like, what is going on? Not realizing that's how you show love. So if you get that off the table, it's like, okay, if he giving me a gift every fucking Friday at the same time every day, that's just him showing showing me that he cares and that's how he loves and appreciates me. But if I don't know that, I'm just thinking like... <laughs> What am I like a a hooker to you? Like what is happening? So with finding your love language, it can be hard. It can be difficult. You know, it might take some time depending on how you were raised or how you grew up. Um, Not all love is good love. Sometimes if you grow up in a toxic environment, you might think expressing your love in a certain way is a good way when it's really not. Um, I don't want to say this, but like how some people think, oh, well, if my significant other is hitting me or beating me, like they love me. No, honey, that's not love. Like, I want to make that clear. That's not love. That is trauma. Okay. Um, being neglected, being abused, being manipulated is not love. It is it is trauma, okay? And I want to make that clear. So many people think being talked to a certain way or being treated a certain way is a way of affection, and it's not. And growing up in these environments where all you see is manipulation, all you see is abuse and domestic violence it is easy to misconstrue that into a toxic love that is not a thing um I told somebody I I loved the other day that love is supposed to be easy it isn't a war y'all aren't fighting y'all shouldn't be arguing all the time the emotions that you feel shouldn't be always bad You know, you shouldn't struggle to find happiness within your partner. Love is is the easiest thing I feel like somebody could do. 
it shouldn't take any work. For me personally, that's that's how it was for me growing up, regardless if it was my family or a pet or a friend or, or even a significant other. Loving somebody is the easiest thing you can do. If you constantly feel like you're fighting and going to war and battling for this person, maybe it's not as healthy as you think. And I know that a lot of people in relationships think that I have to fight for this. I have to fight and we have to go through these trials and tribulations and have obstacles and jump through hoops and do all these things to love each other. And that's not true. You don't need to go to war to love somebody. The whole point of love is not pain. It's not tears. It's not hurt. Yes, that does come with it. I'm not saying you're supposed to be happy all the time, but those tears and pain and and arguments you experience shouldn't ever outweigh the love you have for someone. You understand what I'm saying? When you become more irritated, more annoyed, more depressed, when you get to the point where you are looking at your partner and is thinking, I don't know why the hell you are here. You are making me worse as a person. That is not love. You understand what I'm trying to say? Like I said in another video before, love is such a broad spectrum. It's such a umbrella term that it's so hard to decipher and put into one video. But love should be easy. Love is communication. Love is freedom. Love is peace. Love is tranquility. Love is happiness. I'm not saying there's no pain. I'm not saying there's no arguments or sadness in there, but it should be those things that I just named off. And I feel like if you are searching for your love language and if you are looking for something deep in yourself, start with yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Like all my life, I've always loved everybody. I've always gave off this excessive amount of love. <laughs> like anybody that knows me would say like, if you know Christy, she loves hard. Um, and I remember one day I had to stop and I had to say, it was so funny. I was out by myself. And I said, I am admiring all these people. I am admiring all these people in my life or strangers or whoever that walks past me on this journey. And I never took a moment to admire myself. And sometimes it takes grounding yourself and looking at the mirror and seeing how you treat yourself. Do you like to look in the mirror and call yourself a bad bitch? Do you like to Love yourself by uh, grooming yourself. Do you like to, I guess, touch yourself or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I had to take a, a, a moment of giving out all this love into the universe and say, I need to give it back to myself. I need to love oneself. And to me personally, as a as a human being, I think... Self-love is a part of the love language. 
You know, do you love yourself? Do you even, I'm not even going to say love, but do you like yourself? When you look in the mirror, are you disgusted? Are you happy? Can you tolerate what you see? Are you working on what you want to become? Or do you look in the mirror and completely hate yourself? I feel like start with yourself when it comes to finding a love language and when it comes to finding love. And then branch out to other human beings and and people that you think you might enjoy. Because at the end of the day, the people around you is a reflection of yourself. If you believe that or not, you know, I truly believe you attract what you give out. For so long, I would give out this negative, depressed energy and I would attract that in people. And the moment I saw myself in a different light and the moment I truly cared for myself more, I noticed the people around me change. The people around me became happier, um, wiser, more, more intelligent, wealthier, actually, because I just changed my perspective and I, and I changed my environment. And I think a lot of people don't realize that all you have in this life is yourself. You understand what I'm saying? You will always have people that will come in and and spend time with you and build relationships with you. But there are times where in this world where you'll walk by yourself and you need to know who the fuck you are. And you will need to know, is my mind clear enough to make decisions? Is my mind clear enough to love somebody healthily? Am I able to give out to the universe what what I deserve? You know, there are times where you're going to need to look at yourself and think, who the fuck am I? I'm not my job. I'm not my man. I'm not my family. I'm not this. I'm not this. Who the fuck am I? And so many people attach their worth to things. Oh, I work at the biggest bank in the world. So I'm going to attach my worth to that. Oh, my husband is an extremely successful CEO. So I'm going to attach my worth. No, fuck all of that. Who are you? Yes, there's five love languages, but we need to focus on one first. Who am I? I can say I'm Christy Archer. But what the fuck does Christy Archer mean? And when I said that just now, I had to take a second to say, what does Christy Archer mean? Because immediately I wanted to say, podcaster, author, creative, entrepreneur. I wanted to say that. But no, I'm not that. I am. I do that. I want to make that clear. I do that, but I'm not that. I am a person that wants to be loved. I am a person that wants to spread love. I am a person that wants to educate, that wants to lead, that wants to make a change. I am a person with depression. I am a person that struggles with mental illness. I am a person that loves hard. I'm sensitive. I'm creative. 
I'm black. I am extremely fucking black. (laughs) I'm human. That's what just came to me when I said, who is Christy Archer? Those things just came to me. So I want you as a person that is listening to this to ask yourself, who am I? Not is not what is around me. Not what I think gives me value, but who am I? And I think when you are able to answer that question. Truthfully, you as a person will be able to grow the way you treat yourself will eventually be the way you treat others. Just know that, you know, your love language can be physical touch. It can be acts of service, giving gifts, affirmations, and quality time. But with knowing your love language and with discovering love languages, the most important thing that anybody can do is truly learn how to love healthily. But don't ever be miserable. And I think that's the point I want to get across in this in this video is that we really only have one life. And let's spend the moments we live on this planet being less miserable than we are happy. Let your happiness, your peace of mind, your tranquility outweigh the bad times that you have on this planet that's regardless if it's a job a relationship money whatever always strive for a good day like will smith said if you have a good day every day you'll fuck around and have a great life all right so y'all it's summertime and I'm so fucking excited because y'all don't realize how much ass I'm about to be shaking on this motherfucking beach. Y'all don't know how I'm about to cut the fuck up. Okay, I'm about to be out here in these streets. (laughs) Um, I'm about to live my best life. And I want y'all, whoever the fuck is listening, go live your best life. Go take a walk. Go run. Go take a vacation. Go do whatever you can do in the means of your budget. If all you can do is just walk down the street to the corner store or go to the park, go do that. If you can take a a vacation, go do that. But guys, go live your best fucking life. I think one thing I've learned about 2021 is that, honey, (laughs) this coronavirus shit almost took us out. Okay, this virus almost took us out. It, It humbled us. It really did. And. One thing I realized is that I have no fucking control in this universe. Absolutely none. Like I can make the, I can make change and I can do things that I want to do. But at the end of the day, if the asteroid wanted to hit this motherfucker and take us out, it is what it is. So coming from surviving a virus and seeing so many people die and seeing police brutality and abuse and a fucking pipeline exploding in in Mexico, you realize you don't have shit under control. Go walk into the middle of the forest and look up. When you see those trees swallowing your ass and you're the smallest thing in that fucking forest, you control nothing. 
And I know that when people hear this, they get very scared. They think, I need to control something. I need to be a perfectionist. I need to have some type of control on my life to be, for it to be great. And that's okay. That's okay to have, you know, no one wants to feel lost. No one wants to feel like they can't control anything. But it's also all right to understand that I'm not going to be perfect. I'm not going to be able to do every fucking thing I want to do and da 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 save the world, et cetera, et cetera. All I want you to do is do your best. Don't always be in your head. Don't always self-doubt, self-deprecate, down yourself because you don't have control over something. At any time, at any moment, nature can wipe us out. Regardless if it's a volcano explosion, an earthquake, a hurricane, the ocean swallowing us up. Who the fuck knows? But you do have control over your life and you have control over your thoughts and you have control over being who the fuck you are. And I want you to go live your fucking life and just experience new things. When I say live your life, I'm not talking about going out and stripping and going to Miami and partying 10 times in one night. I'm not talking about that. Living your life can simply be seeing something new, talking to somebody new, reading a new book. It could be simply watching a new movie or starting a new job or doing something productive. I don't want to be that bitch that sleeps on the couch all the time. I don't want to be that bitch that looks at a clock and just watch the dial keep ticking and I'm not doing anything. I'm talking about living your life and not feeling bad, not always feeling regret, not always feeling like you've done something wrong and that you should be ashamed of doing something that makes you happy. If you want to be with a man or if you want to be with a woman or if you want to smoke weed or if you want to go run down the block naked, do that. But don't feel bad for the urges that will come to you as you grow, for the ideas that will come in your head as you develop yourself. I know there's so many stigmas that surround this world that will make somebody feel bad for something they like, regardless if it's body hair or if it's being gay or if it's X, Y, and Z, whatever. There's so many things in society that's telling you don't do this, don't fuck, don't kiss, don't cook, don't do this, don't do that, don't be a feminist, don't et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Fuck all that. If you want to be something, go be it. Plain and simple. I'm about to live my best fucking life. I'm about to shake some ass. And hell. I'm not going on vacation to find love, but who the fuck knows? Be happy. That's what I want to say. Be fucking happy. Stop living a miserable fucking life in this world. I'm so tired. Me personally, bitch, a person that struggles from mental health, I'm tired of crying. 
I'm tired of moping around. I'm tired of just saying I'm fucking depressed, to be honest. I'm really tired of that shit. Once you say it for so long, for 12 fucking years, you realize, damn, I'm tired of being depressed. But it's something that will stay with you and it's something that you have to tolerate and live with. But go live your best life. Go love yourself. Go find people to love. And go be happy. All right. So. I'm done ranting. And like I said, once I come back from this fucking awesome ass vacation, I'm going to make a whole ass video about it. Telling you what I've learned, the experience I've had. Hopefully I get a couple stories to tell you guys. And. I just want you guys to know I fucking appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. And I fucking love you guys. Y'all are awesome. Y'all are so fucking awesome. And I want to thank you again personally for letting me be myself. And letting me come on here and be my true authentic self. Even when I might sound crazy sometimes. So I appreciate you guys. And I'll see you in the next one. Peace.